Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, episode 48. I'm Nick Cole. I'm Single White Medusa on Medusa Monday. Medusa, 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 Monday, Monday, Monday! <laughs> I love it. And we are driving around with something that would probably get us busted by the feds. <laughs> That's true. About 100 ammo cans. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you've got a good reason for it. A GE special. Honest, honest FBI officer guy. It is a GE swag special for the GE insiders, and we just had them powder coated at Precision Powder Coating in Santa Ana, and they look pretty sharp. No, we are not. Oh, you looked at my Facebook posts? Well, oh, this is the van that takes me to the gulag? Oh, well. Okay. Well, I'll get on the horn, um, getting you out of there. I will... I'll call all the the legitimate media outlets. Tell your story. Oh yes. I'll get the best lawyer. <laughs> oh yes. Yes, I'm sure that'll do wonders for me. I said the legit media outlets, not yeah. the stupid ones. Not the stupid ones. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's what we've been doing all day. We've been working on this uh, swag delivery, and the ammo cans look absolutely beautiful. Uh, Jason did inform me that there are actually still a few uh, packs available but i think we sold like 90 percent of them actually so there's about 10 percent extra ammo cans left i get a free one imagine that yeah so now there's slightly less so there's slightly less <laughs> if you do want these pretty slick uh ammo cans just go over to the ge website and check them out and i think there are a few and, I, and i'm not this is not a hyperbole thing there are a few left yeah it sounded like it cool but they are beautiful and um so that's what we did today, this weekend. We did an insider-only podcast that we called episode 47, and I think that was one of our best podcasts. It was really good. Yeah. yeah you were yeah. on fire. Yeah, but we were talking about a lot of deep, dark stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, frankly, things are getting pretty deep and pretty dark. I think we were talking about health DARPA, weren't we? HARPA? Yeah. HARPA. Or ARPA-H. Yeah, they the, decided. the government now secretly wants to... Um, do what they did for DARPA with your health and you don't have to listen to the whole podcast uh, or become an insider for just five dollars a month to hear all that secret goodiness I'll give you the spoiler right now they want to hook your brain up to the internet and turn you gay <laughs> well that was kind Nick's of extrapolation <laughs> it's kind of the nutshell but but they want to oh they, they dangle all this stuff like oh we're going to cure cancer and diabetes and and all these things, and then hidden in the text is the ability to control your thoughts and emotions. Or, and also to kind of, it was about pre-crime too. Yeah. The ability yeah. to like, see if you're going to commit a crime before you commit a crime. Yeah, yeah, nothing would go wrong there. I'm pretty sure this car is a buttload of pre-crime right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they could just use that. Did you try that. this coffee? It's not the best fills today. It feels a little lukewarm, but I'm okay with that. Okay, because I'll, I'll, I'll go in and... Raise but whenever if I you want me to. whenever Get I drink one. from this, listen. Uh huh. Are you doing that on purpose? Mm -mm. Really, that's weird. Whenever I drink from this lid, it whistles. Huh. So crazy. It's been st stuff's weird. Stuff, Stuff is weird. really, really getting weird, and uh, I'm cool with it because uh, you know when the going gets weird, the weird get going, and I and I'm a known weirdo. So yeah, in the best way possible. I've had, and that's that's kind of what I've had for the um, the whole sense of this thing. I've never like I, I know people who've gone fetal. I knew one guy who was like, I'm laying in bed at night and having chest pains and you know freaking out over this, and 
and I've kind of looked at it as like, oh man, it's like, you know, I used to play a lot of, I was a baseball player and, and I was a swimmer, um, in high school, all of these things. And, uh, you were a very good swimmer. I was a very good swimmer. You were being modest. You were like kind of pre-Olympics, weren't you? Pre-Olympic athlete, yeah. Matador. Um, but I always kind of like looked forward to it. It This feels like that. It feels like the pre-game, like, you know, getting ready for get it on 30. Yeah. As they say in Strange Company. Yeah. Or yeah. I would feel like, okay, dress rehearsal time, yeah. you know. Dress rehearsal. It's exciting. You're it's ready to go night. for the show. It's opening night. Opening night. Will it flop or will it go? And what is that If you from? know what musical that is from, you can leave it in the comments. I do know, but I won't say. Yeah. So we'll finally, for once today, you're in the know. Will I it, know. <laughs> will it flop or will it go? <laughs> because it was about singing. Now I know. Yeah. The other great line from that is, you've heard of theater in the round. I invented theater in the square. No, no one, one had a, a good, good seat. seat. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of funny lines in that, actually. Yeah. So that's a hint. It's obviously a funny yeah. musical. So if you know that musical, you can you can put that in the comments. And uh, eventually we'll have to come up with some kind of prize. Yeah. What I kind of want to do is I want to have our artist make a cheesecake... Uh, poster of you like a 1940s pinup girl poster of you oh but like a drawing like a, right yeah. but like a full-on poster mm-hmm. but as the medusa yeah. but like a bomber girl medusa cool and yeah. then we could make those posters up and then we could give them out every day to the winner or maybe we'll start with postcards and then you would sign it and like kiss it and then we could just put a like a postage stamp on it and send it and then maybe we could sell the posters because I think the posters are a little more expensive. Mm-hmm. Or maybe when you collect like 10 right answers or I don't know. It's another thing we're never going to do. <laughs> well, you could also like just email it to the person so that for like a, a screensaver, not a screensaver, a, what do you call that? Wallpaper. Wallpaper. Whatever. Yeah. Screensaver. Do you guys do that still? I'm still do you guys do that with I'm GE? still on flying toasters and I'll never give it up. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't you remember? Flying toasters? In the 90s, that was like the first screensaver. It was flying toasters. Oh, no, I guess I don't really remember. You weren't on the... You were a cheerleader. No, I was, you didn't, though. You didn't do no, I, nerd stuff. I actually used it a tiny bit in high school when it was really just that e- that early email thing. That was like all it was. Remember that? Yeah. So I did that barely, and then I did... In college, I remember like there was just internet search engines coming online and i'm pretty sure google didn't even exist or if it did we hadn't heard of it yeah so probably it didn't exist yet i i remember the girl that kind of told me how to do it in the little music lab um was like oh go t- you just type in um yeah i'm forgetting it i just remembered it the other day now i'm blinking out no. um never mind so that was a stupid story <laughs> because <laughs> i forgot the name of it i would say in the uh the comments will now fill up with Single White Medusa, there is no story that drops from your futon pillow lips <laughs> that is stupid. We could just listen to you for hours. Yeah, it's like right there. Oh, I hate that. www. What's like? What's the early one that you can think of? For... Alta Vista. That was it. Oh yes. yeah, Alta Vista. That was the first one that yeah. I that I knew about and used. I remember Alta Vista. That was like 1999. Alta Vista. Well, see, like I was at it was when I was at UCI. That was like 97 to 99. So yeah. probably even. Probably slightly earlier than there was that, there was AOL Prodigy before that, mm. but you, you kind of had to have AOL. And then to I, use I'm that, sure right? Mr. Rothman will will tell us in the comments. Yeah, the, <laughs> the various you know, and I think like early on there was just sort of like the big brain net that only the big brainers knew about. Yeah, 
For sure. Yeah. My brother probably knew about it because he's one of those computer guys that likes using those crazy operating systems like uh, Linux. Linux and stuff that he's normal a, people are like, the, this is too complicated. He's in the Linux cult. And so yeah. anytime you talk about something, he just dives dives on it and tells you about the superiority of Linux. Although, like, it's been a while. Is that still the thing that people like him would use? Because I haven't talked to him about it in a while. Is there something new that they're all using? I haven't or talked is to your brother Linux? in years, so I, know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well... <laughs> Uh, again, Rothman can let us know yeah, what Rothman. the smart people Rothman are using. Rothman can let us know what the smart people. <laughs> if you can't be smart, and here's here's today's wisdom on Control Alt Revolt the podcast. If you can't be smart, then no smart people. Exactly, and we should clarify. I mean, does everyone know what we mean, who we mean when we say Rothman? Yeah, he Michael he, Rothman. He, he posts M. in the Rothman. comments. Okay, well, yeah, just wanted to make sure. Uh, Well-known thriller author of yes. of note, M. A. Rothman. You should Very pick up awesome. his books. Good stuff. Great guy. Uh, you can't go wrong with a Levi Yoder novel. Exactly. Yeah. So, what's on your mind today of the craziness that's going on? Um, the general craziness is, I think, the things that leapt out to me today and some of the things that we've been kind of going through and listening to. I mean, like, it's weird. There's There's two discussions going on right now, and it seems like in Australia and France, and then even in Spain and the UK, um, the the overstate, let's call them the overstate measures, are are really being implemented there. And here's the reason why: they don't have guns. Mm-hmm. So the overstate, the deep state, the deep state works for the overstate. Hmm. Is there an understate? That's the question. Can you be understated in the overstate if you work <laughs> for the deep state? Um, but the overstate has decided to go ahead. Like, if you want to see what's headed our way, just look at England and look at France and look at Australia. Mm-hmm. So basically, they just ridiculously locked everybody up in Australia. Yeah. You over... know? And then and they even told you you can't talk to each other. <laughs> you know, like... over Apparently, over the death of one man from COVID who was, it, like, at least 80. Which, yeah. not that every death is not sad, but that's insane like that's insane to lock people down over that when who are you to say he had his best years ahead of him (laughs) he had just gotten a new set of headshots but we headshots are a thing when you're an actor and it's always like when your career sucks you go get new headshots and then for a brief moment you experience hope like these new headshots are gonna get me work and i would always like I always had this reoccurring nightmare, uh, waking nightmare, that I'd get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, and I would think about my life, and I would think, you know, when I am 65 years old, I'm going to be wearing a hairpiece, and I'm going to be borrowing money off some kid uh, to get new headshots, because my acting career still sucks. <laughs> so, so no. thankfully, I got out of acting. and uh, But people keep trying to pull me back now. There's... there's uh, there's been one theater offer. One theater. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's yeah. been one theater offer. Yep. People like the narration and things like that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think I'm getting in very good shape right now because mm-hmm. I'm hoping a Galaxy's Edge series. Not high hopes for that, um, just because of things that have happened this year. I have really high hopes for Forgotten Ruin, and I think that might might actually no one said anything there's nothing on the radar but i have a really good feeling about that and so i want to be able to get a part in my own movie i think in forgotten ruin i probably couldn't play a ranger but i could probably play like an orc so (laughs) i'm trying to be in really good orc shape 
Mm, Which is, I think being an orc is like CrossFit. Yeah. Orcs are all about the CrossFit. And the, I think they're really muscly, probably. They're right? really, they're, like really, they're really muscly, muscly, but they yeah. got to be scrabbly and yeah. they got to be brutes and you got to pick up heavy stuff. And, you know, rangers are all lithe Live. and athletic and they're actually trained to like uh, pro athlete levels. And so I think I can do orc. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So I'm That's working on orc right now. Goal to shoot for. Yeah, exactly. Plus I'm 52. Orc fitness goals. Yeah, exactly. There's so. very, very few 52 year old rangers. Well, yeah, I mean, could like will there the is army one guy. even take? There is one guy. But would the army take someone your age like right now if you tried to like get in? Would they? Um, it you? used to just be at 40, but they did uh, with the the GWAT they did uh, begin to up the thing because they just wanted people in. But now. They're in this crusade to get rid of any credible people, um, and I would imagine that would be prior service. They don't want any of my um, backwards uh, Cold War veteran uh, actually knowing how to soldier ways. Yeah, actual real yeah, military Yeah, they want skills. people who were fighting on the front lines of gay and lesbian picket rallies now. Yeah. Yikes. So, there you go. Um, say lovey. Uh, when people start shooting at each other, it'll be amazing who they ask. Uh, but right now, they think the military thinks that they'll never end up in another war again, that they can't win by drone or win by airstrike, or like all uh, Democrat regimes think that they can't win by special forces mm-hmm. and these kinds of things. And then they'll get in over their heads somewhere and people will get killed. And then um, serious people will show up to play. Uh, on both sides of that equation. And then sort of reality will come home and the liberal, you know, uh, jam jam and hot cocoa fantasy will come crashing down as the hordes come over the walls. Yeah. They'll be begging guys like you to come back. Begging me. I know. Begging me. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll get some rank. I know. So anyways, um, I think the things, so what I was saying is if you look in those other countries, they're really implementing hardcore, except people are, are, are standing up. Which is kind of what we need to be doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there were massive protests in Australia, massive protests in the UK, and huge protests in France, and in Florence, Italy. That was another one. Uh, uh, Italy is is in revolt too, and it's funny. Like I think if you went to mainstream media news, which I don't do, and haven't had TV for twelve years, um, I think that you would see that none of this is being covered. Yeah. You no, just, we've heard that no, it's not. No, yeah. we're all we all love being locked down. We saw some really disturbing videos today. We saw one that the leftists have made for little boys called "I'm a I'm a fem." It was feminist like boy. Feminist boy, I think and it was got, called. You know, it's, actually, it's for children's television. One of our favorite listeners. Yeah. Mentioned it. In yeah. Our insider comments. Yeah. So that's in the comments, I think, from forty-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just a truly disturbing video that actually seems legit. Yeah, I think it's a, yeah. a children's song, quote unquote. Yeah, that to these teach your children how to just be um, utter word things. Utter pansies. Pansies. Like, pansies. Yeah. pansies. Pansies. Yeah. Oh, it was um, really disturbing. So that that was very disturbing. So you see the le- I, so over the weekend it's always freedom, 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 because leftists and generally government. But I repeat myself, Mm -hmm. um, take the weekend off, you know, like they're like the DMV, like things slow to a crawl at one o'clock on Friday. And I really actually think now, like they don't even work on Friday anymore and they need Monday because it's always a holiday. So I think generally out of government workers, you're getting a good solid three days 
Yeah, and solid is still relative. Yeah, solid is, solid is still relative. No offense if you're a government worker. Yeah. You're probably one of the only good ones. Yeah. But I've been a government worker twice, and I know exactly what it's all about. Well, I mean, we should share our insight about that really quickly. Sure. Because, so we worked for the census, uh, not this most recent one. Ten years but ago. in 2010. Well, I should say 2009 and 2010. Yeah. And, um... This is crazy. And I felt like, oh, this is probably how all government jobs are. What happened was Nick was such a good, fast worker out in the field going kind of door to door and doing that. He was doing too many. He was doing like too much for their kind of quota target level. You know, they're like, you should hit this many houses per hour. Well, he was hitting way too many. They're like, according to them, they said, you're going too fast. And I said, well. They said, you're doing 45 houses an hour. You're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I thought you wanted it done. And they're like, well, um, what we'd really like you to do is like just keep it down to about 19 to 23 houses an hour. And I go, okay, what number do you want me to do? And the guy goes, 19. And I go, okay. So I would literally do like 19 houses in 10 minutes. And then I'm like, now what am I supposed to do? And he's like, well, why don't you just sit down and take a break for 50 minutes? And I'm like, whatevs. Yeah, but I mean, didn't he almost basically tell you, you know what? Just do that many per eight-hour shift. If it only takes you yeah. four hours or less well, or whatever, not, just write it. I'm just let's saying, Let's not admit though, to any crimes. No, but I'm saying you were told to do that by <laughs> yeah, your manager. I was. Because it, I'm not you, saying you I did it. throw off their numbers. Yeah, you're not yeah, saying you did it, but I you were it. told to do that. And yeah. I'm like, whoa. So you absolutely do not allow overachievement yeah. in, in government. The, it's It's not allowed. I understand. It's like unions and governments. I always understand like the people are kind of like, oh, big people were just mean to workers. I'm like, I get that. But I also get that both government and unions can be like that parable of the mustard tree in the Bible and just get completely out of control, out of hand, which I think both government and unions are now. Like, I don't think they represent the average union worker. I think they represent themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think not a lot of good comes out. I wish there was another system. I think there could be another system. But this system's too entrenched. So that was our story. But anyways, the government doesn't work on weekends. So the weekends have really been like riot central in all these countries. And you do get this sense that freedom is breaking out. But then you get up on Monday. And like, it's funny, like I can just get up and kind of check my Twitter feed and get the tone of the government. And I keep waiting for the government to kind of be out of tricks. Like, hey, we're kind of getting the hint from polls and stuff like that, that you guys aren't into this and we're not ever going to get elected again if we keep this shit up. But actually what you get, and I've noticed it for quite a while now, and you used to like in the Obama regime, you you would notice like instantaneous sea changes. Clinton was even worse and, and George Bush was no picnic either, but they would respond to polling and they would shift and adjust. But what I've noticed lately And what absolutely frightens me about all of this is what you get is a whole like you see every pundit on the left side coming out with the same talking points. We're going to masks. We're looking at masks. We're doing all these things. We need more lockdowns. You're killing us and everything like that. But then you begin to look over and you see the actual data. And so we got some crazy data today and you see that they 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 are not listening to the polling. They are not listening to the data. They are not listening to even the science of masks or even vaccinations. And they're just saying, you know, we're, we are going for this. Okay, well, what that tells me is these are people acting like they never have to win an election again. That means two things. 
means three things. Thing one, which isn't true, is that the culture has so flipped to the left that they will always, by now default, always win forever. That's not the truth. I can tell you right now in like several interactions I've had this week, and even one interaction an hour ago, no one, the, the culture hasn't flipped. People are seething with rage. People are armed to the teeth. And that's, that's here in Orange County. People are waiting for an excuse. So, you know, I, I don't think the culture's flipped in any way, shape, or form. So let's just take that one off the board. Uh, step two, or option two, I would say is they've found a way to uh, cheat the election for the rest of their lives. And and they have no intention of ever having a fair election again, and so you will always lose. I think that's a really super valid option. Uh, it's a bummer, because you'll have this frustrating illusion of freedom in which you trundle on down to the local voting poll and you believe the lies of the McCain or the Romney that you're being fed and you think Maverick's going to really go out there and do something because that's the only approved candidate you're ever going to get. And then lo and behold, you know, the Fox News rushes in and makes sure to call Arizona as fast as they possibly can and Alaska as late as they possibly can to make sure that there is a consensus of you are screwed. Yeah. So I think that's one, that one's really likely. But you know the one that really actually kind of is shaping up to... I'm doing karate moves. Yeah. But right now I'm doing I'm doing thumb in your eyeball. Okay. That's what I'm doing That's right now. It's a good one. Um, the one that I think that uh, gives me pause in the middle of the night, among the many things that give me pause in the middle of the night, is martial law. And I think that that is the one they really, really, really want to do because the ring of power is corrupting them so much that they're beginning to even resent the power that they have because it's not enough power. It's not enough to control everything. What irritates them, what grinds their gears is that they can't make you do it on command. They can't force you. Like, right now, you can still... That ice cream guy's just driving down the truck with his oh, door open. Yeah. He's going to lose all his ice cream. <laughs> I posted this really great story. Uh, this is an ad that I'm going to do real quick. It's not an ad or anything like that. But it's just an ad for awesome people um, stepping away from the martial law story. There's this dad who bought an ice cream truck for his two Down syndrome children to make sure that they would have a job. And I thought that was about the coolest thing in the world. And then later I thought, you know, that's the difference right there. Half the country wants free money and to watch Netflix and wear jam jams all day. And I really do see that. And then there's this dad who gets it that his kids who, who really kind of have that right to just kind of be children for the rest of their lives, he realizes that work is dignity. And and, the, the, and and I just thought that was the greatest thing in the world. So that's the commercial that's supporting, and I'm paying for that for this podcast. I just think that's really awesome. And so if you if you can help people who have Down syndrome in any way, shape, or form in your life, and I, I bet a lot of you already do because you guys all seem cool, um, boy, work is dignity. Work really gives you something. And that, that story totally illustrated it. Back to how bad the government is. Anyways... I think that they really want martial law because they, they it's not enough to have all the power they have. They really want ultimate power. Yeah. That's what Tolkien was trying to say with the ring. The ring corrupts and everybody says, oh, no, I can have power and not be corrupted. Oh, no, I can be the lead singer of the best rock band and I won't die of a drug overdose. Oh, I can be a Hollywood movie star or film executive and not rape girls on couches. 
everybody thinks that they can get all the power in the world and not be corrupted by it and it's just it's just not true i've never i've i've never i mean i think i can think of a couple of examples but they're so rare of people not being corrupted by power and so i think that their quest for power is now like that stealing the election is not enough controlling the media is not enough controlling all the laws you know all these things everything what what we really want to do is we want to force them and you look at the language like you know that utter monster um who used to be for um planned parenthood who's probably a ccp plant now dr lena wayne you know who talks without chinese cadence and diction but attempts to speak english um she she the verbiage she uses is very ccp control force all these things it's not enough to like if the vaccine were really saving lives if the mass were really saving lives you wouldn't need to make these arguments Mm -hmm. but they're not and so now you're forced in the free market of ideas to actually make your case and their case is found wanting weighed in the balance and found wanting have you ever heard that johnny cash song it's great um, Isn't it from the Bible too? Maybe? Yeah, he yeah. wrote it based on you know you've been weighed in the balance and found wanting. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it, uh, it their 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 case doesn't people aren't getting vaccinated. Yeah. And and they really want it all to happen and and they and they can't they're like children you know they've they've lost that ability to be patient or to compete or to have any kind of you know. Uh, fair contest and and what they want is they want their way all the time now and they want it now and they want an oompa loompa right now and the oompa loompa that they want is for you to be vaccinated and so i do think martial law i don't think a a stolen election is enough for them martial law is the big one they're definitely pushing for people to act up and act crazy uh there's a lot of people saying you shouldn't do that i don't know that i'm of that uh, persuasion i'll be I'll be the brave guy who gets hauled away to the gulag. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, there's a lot of disinfo out there. Hey, if you see someone who says we should form a militia, then you're probably talking to a Fed. Okay, well, that's a great way to never have any ability to get together and do anything. Um, I don't know. I think we. I, I think you'll arrive at the point of having to do what needs to be done, and it might be too late to do it. And they, they're basically chilling with all this disinfo and propaganda to prevent you from ever reaching that conclusion until it's too late do they want your guns do they want to force this thing in your arm do they want to take 70 to 90 percent of your taxes and your property and make you rent yeah they want to do all those things so you just let me know at what moment uh you're going to stand up and do something about it what's your moment oh my moment um well Definitely, like, if our life is being threatened, we're obviously going to uh, defend ourselves. Um, Even if that's, like, you know, bad guys are coming down our street. When you say, I'm not getting the jab, and they say, well, the van's coming over, and you're going to get the jab, and the police will be with it. And there's another van behind that. And if you don't get that jab, then you're getting in the van that goes out into the California desert, and we've got a nice camp there where you'll learn to be a better citizen. And they have talked about that stuff. That is not new. They have talked about re-educating deplorables and MAGA and Republicans because we are bad people. You're hearing the dirty others kind of rhetoric stuff come out and everything like that. So 
there's a line coming, but man, there's all this like you shouldn't do anything about it, shouldn't explode. And I'm and I'm I, I'm still of the the opinion that we should try to do everything that we can short of that. But I don't know that we as Americans should reserve that right. The government should be afraid of us, and and that's what the Second Amendment. And now you're seeing the ACLU talk about how the Second Amendment is racist and everything like that, and that's bullshit because what? a lot of black people have guns, yeah. and guns are great equalizers for, for women and things like that, but you're just seeing all these attacks on your liberties, and never once does anyone raise the argument of, I don't care what your argument is, whether it's good or sound, my rights are non-negotiable. Yeah. They're not from you. They're not from your even your government. They are by the hand of God. I get those rights and you cannot take those away. So I think that's what we need to return to. I don't know. I don't think it's violence, but I think it is the power of no. No is how you resist the tyranny and you force them to go to crime scene number two. And then everybody goes, oh my gosh, this is really out of control. But yeah, you're probably going to have these France, UK, Australia, Italy moments where you're going to need to probably go out in the streets and do something. You're going to need to act up. You're going to need to voice and express your displeasure. And people say, oh, the FBI will... Yeah, the FBI will do scumbaggery. Uh, they'll they'll do all kinds of things. But I think it does work. Certainly worked for Antifa, right? Certainly worked for BLM. But apparently, magically, it'll never work for us. No. It'll only work for them. But we are just supposed to go ahead and be slowly boiled while they force you to take the vaccine. And then we got into this crazy stuff that we heard about the vaccine today. Um, about the blood bank yeah. problems and whatnot. And the real numbers. And the real numbers. So um, and that was saying, well, as we've talked about before, um, people who have been vaccinated, the Red Cross is not accepting uh, blood donations from them, or at least um, plasma donations from them because of... Um, they need the antibodies in the plasma to, you know, uh, use as a treatment for COVID patients. But if you've gotten the vaccine, the, it kind of wipes out those antibodies, which is why I think that's the main, main reason why they can't accept that blood. But I think, did he also say they're not accepting any blood products or he just said there would there could be problems with all I think that the... they are accepting blood products um, because one, they want everybody to have the vaccine. The concern for everybody who doesn't have the vaccine is if you get in a car crash or um, you need some platelets for cancer, lymphoma, or things like that, you cannot be guaranteed that you are not going to get vaccine-infected blood. Ha! Two can play that game, you guys. Yeah. Vaccine-infected blood. There's this restaurant here called Basilico's in Huntington Beach. And Huntington Beach, if you've kind of watched the national news... Huntington Beach is basically the um, Kentucky of Southern California, of even all California. Most of Orange County is. But Huntington Beach is ground zero. They loathe Huntington Beach. So this one great Italian restaurant called Basilica's, which we've been to and which is like ground zero for MAGA, um, they require proof of not being vaccinated <laughs> to eat there. So I love that. It's, a, it's an Italian family, Italian guy that runs it, and they just love to stick it to the government, and uh, they will get my business repeatedly. Yeah, for sure. Because I get, and, and this was a great Bongino thing that he said, you do you. I don't run around saying to people, you know, I think you're stupid for getting the vaccine. I don't think you're stupid for getting the vaccine. 
I think you what I what I try to just assume in everybody is that you you did some risk assessment and you might have had some problems that you're like, hey, it's probably in my best interest to get this. I might need help fighting this this thing. Or you said, you know, I really like my job. And so I don't want to rock the boat and I got to put my kids through school. And that is the most noble thing that you can do to take care of your family. And so if you took something that I feel is dangerous, but you did it for your family, you did the absolutely right thing. And I 100% support that. There are people that wear masks and fake shields and I have the science that I've studied on it. I don't, I don't think those things absolutely help you. But then there are people that believe in them, like, like their holy Lord and savior mask. And what I do is I don't scream out the window take off your mask you dumb idiot i just i think that that's your religion and and i'm cool with your religion because i have my religion and my religion probably sounds wacky to you and your religion sounds wacky to me but i come from this weird place called america that used to be where everybody could kind of have their belief system and we weren't supposed to put each other down over it um so you do you if you believe in the vaccine and the mask go for it I'm not going to put you down, but what I see it not coming the other way is it's not enough. You, you, since I'm doing the mask, you have to do the mask. I don't believe in the mask. I actually think it's bad for you. Uh, you have to do, I, I did the vaccine. You have to do the vaccine. I'm like, there's no science uh, that supports in any way, shape or form that me being vaccinated will help you out. In fact, the science that's developing is that you being vaccinated is forcing more variants to, to come to light. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got to look at places like Israel, who are now even downgrading the vaccine effectiveness even more. You've got to look at Iceland, where like it's something like 70% of the population is vaccinated. 90% of the patients in hospital right now are double vaccinations. From COVID. You know, from COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, those those are the things that you have to be... You Everybody does their risk assessment. I did mine and chose to navigate differently. Let me have the respect and dignity of doing that. Let us have the respect and dignity of doing that. But um, where I think we're truly screwed on this are a lot of l- other little side effects that are coming. And you have to basically look at the blood banks now and realize. And, and most, I mean, everybody's probably going to end up needing blood at some point. You know, you're going to get an injury. I mean, you, you don't know. And hopefully you don't. I've never needed blood. I've, never I've needed given blood. blood. But, you know, you could get creamed just after listening to this podcast and and you could need some blood and what's going to happen is that blood might have the vaccination in it if it has the vaccination there will be problems one it's going to kill the antibodies of covid that you have developed it could cause the problems that they've talked about with the vaccination and getting the vaccination after having a recent infection so those are all those concerns that maybe you and your risk assessment decided not to have and now you're getting the, the you're getting the vaccination, you know, uh, surreptitiously. But what happens if you've been vaccinated twice and then you get COVID blood? Is this like revaccinating yourself again? Is this causing an overload in the system, which is what they suspect are the problems with a lot of vaccinations, too many vaccinations at once? So again, it was a lot of certainty about how we needed to do this and the rush and the warp speed and all of these things. And now we're finding out that the Frankensteinian monster uh, has some, some problems that present. There are a few things that you can do if you want to go to Flavortown. You can store up your blood. Yeah, we, I just learned that that was a thing. I didn't really know you could do that. I guess it's called like autologous 
blood transfusion um, would be if you got a transfusion with your own blood. But basically, if they were going to keep it fresh, you it only lasts for like 70, 72 hours before. So if you knew you had a surgery coming up, you could do that ahead of time so that in case you needed blood, um, they could give you your own blood. But obviously, a lot of times you're there's not going to know about there's it. There's also ahead cold of time. storage blood. And then, yeah, and then they said if you get it drawn and then frozen for yourself, um, that can last up to 20 years. So I was like, well, yeah. that's a pretty good safety mechanism. You know? So if you want the Howard Hughes creepy old rich guy starter kit, start storing your own blood. <laughs> did he do that? Oh, yeah. He did all <laughs> kinds of things. You like know? in his own, like yeah. in his own freezer on his... No, I mean, prob- probably because he was so rich, but it was, a, it, was a, it was a thing. But, wow. you know, it's just, it, it's another thing that has, has altered our culture and, and the truth of it is, is there will never be a zero COVID status in this world ever again. Um, it's it's loose. It's out there. You're going to have to learn to live with it. The big discussion right now is the left seems to be advancing a theory in which they could arrive at zero COVID. I've only actually heard one person advance a zero COVID option, and it was actually a pretty great option. Um, it was a doctor who's really in favor of ivermectin. And he said, listen, if the entire world took COVID for 30 days, took ivermectin, ivermectin uh, for 30 days, it would disappear. That's the only, I'm, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's the only person who I've ever seen that, like, everything that the left is proposing, constant lockdowns, mass, all these things, that doesn't, that'll never achieve zero COVID. But isn't but that what, it al- what they want? Yeah, what it allows them to do is have a fear throttle. And it allows them to control the economy and move ultimately to where we they want to move, which is a digital currency that they can manipulate, which is a, a life in which they own everything and you are in a slave state. And the Minister of Health can come out in your country and literally say, um, we encourage you not to talk to each other anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, oh, yeah, there's been no problems with uh, drug abuse and suicide and all these things. But but take isolated, scared, anxious people and tell them not to talk to each other. Make them live in a state of fear. Make them wear masks to constantly be reminded that they're that they're dying, that death is imminent. And, and let's just see how like it's almost like in the 1960s when the military industrial complex did all these like super crazy experiments. It's almost like this is an experiment from that time. Like, hey, how could we make society nuts? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, you would just do all the things that they're actually proposing in the name of health right now. Yeah, well, they love to do these little wargaming uh, scenarios. The left, the kind of uh, the top puppet master left. So, yeah, they I'm sure they wargame this out ahead of time, obviously, as we even saw with their um, <laughs> their thing. Uh, like, OK, what are we going to do if there's a novel coronavirus that that that? happened like a few months before the actual coronavirus happened you know so they figured this out ahead of time this was the way that they could control everyone and sadly it's worked quite well but a lot of people are pushing back so i'm a top puppet master with the government (laughs) that's george soros he has that (laughs) definitely that title so and then uh there was another little update on on the vares thing and it was pretty crazy um Maybe you remember the numbers better than I did, but it it, it, uh, it the CDC kind of revealed the numbers for a few days, and then they backed them off and walked them away. Mm-hmm. But basically, um, a lawyer who is suing for information and some doctors from Alabama have gotten into it, and they're saying right now, and this is the conservative account because the highest 
account I've heard from another person, and he just said extrapolating the data of infection and everything like that, it should be at 90,000 VAERS deaths. Mm-hmm. We know that VAERS is showing 11,000 VAERS deaths from the vaccination. Remember, H1N1, the swine flu, was the vaccine was stopped for 50 deaths. Mm-hmm. So even at the minimum and badly managed numbers right now, that is 11,000 people dead and 11,000 people seriously injured. So, um, but these guys got into it and they're finding out that the total right now is 45,000. Yeah. And, and that's so, and you could say 45,000 injured. Oh, and that was within three days of a uh, injection. Yeah. And they said, if you extrapolate the numbers out, which they're do they're running, uh, I guess, a, a crunch on that to, that they expect it to be much worse. So, it uh, it is of concern there are things that you can watch on social media no, every people are getting the vaccine but no one is ever posting anymore about the side effects when clearly everybody i know has had side effects cuz they immediately take it off facebook when they, they do take it off facebook. they scrub it um so you really have to look hard in like yeah. places that you're probably not used to even looking things up on like other video platforms and things besides YouTube. But with this level of death and injury, why are they pushing it still so hard? That's what I why do they want your children to get it? Why do they want your children to wear masks when clearly, you know, and then, and here's the final thing. If they believed in the vaccine so much, if they believed in the Delta variant, that it, it really is out of control and that it really does require a suspension of your God-given rights and liberties and your freedoms. Why is the southern border wide open? Mm -hmm. Look at Bill Megalin's uh, reporting on Twitter. Um, He's taking photos of hundreds of people, not just Latin Americans, Haitians, Brazilians, people from the Middle East, coming through in a stream with, and he has said, clearly some suffering from COVID. And they're being put on buses, being put into planes, being put into airports, and immediately spread around the United States. If the lies that they're telling you about the urgency of locking down, of wearing masks, were so important, then why isn't the border locked down? Why isn't the border wearing a mask? Why are they destroying the food chain and supply system? What is coming? I'll say it again. I think August is going to be super crazy. I think September is going to be nuts. You can feel it in the air. Something is up. And that's the podcast.